Hello everyone, this is Ariana with another episode of the Honestly series. Today I talk about typical reasons why people fail. Well, I failed so many times I cannot even count, but what I can definitely tell you is that I failed because of one or multiple reasons that I share with you today. The Honestly series is a podcast about enabling entrepreneurs and owners of expertise-driven businesses to maximize their business and individual performance and potential. In the Honestly series, we talk about business strategies for expertise-driven businesses, methods to increase your business performance, strategies and techniques to create visibility to accelerate your growth, and the mindset that helps you maintain your motivation and level up when the time comes. Today's episode will be slightly longer than usual because there is a story I want to share. Let's go for the story first. I recently had a business meeting with a potential client about their operating model change. One of the people in the meeting who previously dealt with the coordination of the work explained the progress and results they had. In the beginning, she sounded convinced about how successful they were. She wanted to project confidence to avoid being seen as a failure. Now, whether she was a failure or she just believed she was one and wanted to hide her lack of self-confidence is not for me to judge. As we went deeper into the topic, at one point her tone of voice changed and she became apologetic, describing what the ideal way of doing things would have been and why they didn't go for that seemingly perfect solution. In approximately two to three minutes, her inner truth came out so clearly, and that made me think. Failure is something we face, for sure, in our lives multiple times. I believe what matters is how we stand back up again after a defeat. I intentionally use the words failure and defeat. They might sound dramatic, but isn't it how we feel when we experience the full weight of our mistakes? If someone asks you what the most valuable thing for you is in life, what would you say? Is it money, love or time? I say it's energy, your personal energy. I'm not talking about whether you can wake up in the morning, although that is part of it too. I'm talking about your vibration and not in a spiritual star chart sense. I leave that conversation to another episode if we get there. Your personal energy is something others instantly sense, mostly subconsciously. When we are happy, we radiate positive energy, and when we struggle internally, well, it creates distance, to say the least. Your personal vibration influences how others perceive you, and that affects what you can achieve. Naturally, achievement is not only about others' perception of you. Now, this lady's personal vibration was quite weak right from the beginning, and it practically faded away during those few minutes. What happened was that she faced what she believed was a failure. I didn't read her mind, but I could rely on the crack in her voice and how she tried to be more convincing by raising her voice. At that moment, she already knew what happened, but wasn't there yet to see the way to the improvements. After this story, let me tell you the two reasons why I chose this particular topic for today. The first reason is that it appears we can be so afraid to admit failure that we miss the opportunity to see a door opening up for us. We can be so busy proving how much we didn't fail that we miss out on the chance to either move on or to make things better in time. 
If you're an employee, admitting that you were not as successful can cost your job, and that I find absolutely unhelpful for businesses as it practically kills experimentation and innovation. I'm not saying people need to experiment with everything all the time. And of course, also, the people you choose to work with in your business can make or break your business, literally. The second reason I chose this topic for today is that not admitting that something needs improvement leads us to lying to ourselves. For a while now, I've been practicing what I call gratitude for my failures. Sounds interesting, isn't it? Oh, silly, I don't know. It is self-reflection through mindfulness, namely meditation and journaling, followed by action planning and execution. With these actions, with these activities, I can see patterns of how I make mistakes. In the meantime, as I'm working with clients, I can see where they go wrong. So I put together this list for you today. Think about these reasons and how many of these you can recognize in your life. So reason number one on this list for today is people fail because they don't look, they don't do the research, they don't check before they are taking that wonderful leap. Faith and passion and motivation are great, and success comes with hard work and careful planning. We often overestimate our resources and underestimate the challenges that may come along. Quick Google research does not equal enough information for a business plan or as an aid for the development of a market entry strategy. Running a small business, and I consider businesses below £10 million revenue a small business, often require the owner's hands-on direction. And that ultimately means the owner needs to polish their knowledge in various areas, such as marketing or finance, product or service development and models, legal matters and so on. Unless you pay someone else to do these things for you or to do the market research, for example, for you, it's, it's on you to think wisely what type and how much information you need. As I work with clients, I notice that they often concentrate on what they believe or wish for, rather than what is required to make that product or service or project a success, not to mention whether that product or service or project or process can be successful at all. Of course, some people say that you can make anything successful or sell any product, and I don't argue that. Timing, though, and its cost, well, you know what I mean. And here is where research comes into play before you take that particular leap. Another reason why people fail is because they don't look for alternatives or solutions. They freeze. It happened to me. It happens more often than not when we face challenging situations. We get paralyzed. We stop moving and acting and wait for a sign or some magical thing to save us. It is because we don't know how to solve the situation, so we seek comfort in something greater than us. And there is a difference between that and inactivity due to considering various scenarios, which is a step forward, it's a step toward the solution. When we get immersed in a problem and spice it up with self-pity, we practically release all control and hope we can float. As if life was so forgiving to allow for that. When we are the most required to speed up and step into our problem-solving shoes and mode, we do exactly the opposite. Now, another reason why we might not be able to find a solution is that we are so occupied with our thoughts and what we know that we create a bubble of thoughts. And some thoughts may leave the bubble, but we may have a hard time letting in new ideas. Let's move on to another reason. People often give up too quickly. 
Challenges will always be there in life. It is quite rare that we can sail smoothly. Grit, a skill or should I say a collection of skills, has become so essential amid the difficulties people face in various parts of the world that we cannot even succeed without it. But it was the same in the past, you could say. A few days ago, I saw a short video, and not sure whether it was YouTube Shorts or TikTok. It basically was about how candidates could get jobs in the 70s and now. It was over-exaggerated, but it highlighted that candidates with multiple degrees and even decades of experience can struggle on the labor market today. Does it mean we have to fight until we drop? Sometimes it might mean that, I believe. It depends on what's at stake. We learn to consume products and services and content. Did we maintain our ability to create and fight? People may fail because they are afraid to show who they are. In other words, to stand out among the crowd. We celebrate collaboration and unity. Sometimes it feels that this happens at the cost of losing identity and the power of individual talents and self-reliance. People become insecure when things change around them because so many things change at once. On the one hand, it's understandable. Have you ever thought, though, about your role in bringing about change? What differentiates the successful from the struggling? Can one of the reasons be that they maintain their identity? We really desire to be true ourselves, but are we ready to face the consequences of being different? Let me share one more reason, the last one for today. People fail because they lack focus. It sounds harsh, I know. I'm not talking about the obvious impact of social media or streaming services, partly because I'm a sinner too, and at some degree, and partly because, well, it's obvious. I'm talking about how unfocused our energies can be how scattered our efforts can be to handle our priorities. Just look at a typical day and how much you accomplish of what would be necessary. Of course, we shall do things we love, but we need a balance between what we should do and what we love doing. And we may be kicked out of balance in a way that we only do what we must and gradually let our spirits fade away because we don't do what we love. So are we doomed to fail? I believe in the power of today and tomorrow. In other words, I think that until we breathe, we have the opportunity to turn things around. Every failure is a lesson that holds the key to a better way next time. And I think this is my cue for today. I hope you found this episode insightful. Be confident, compromise less.